Well, good morning. This is Pastor Michael Brown um, with another segment of Stories of Hope from the Heart of Our Community. God bless you and thank you for welcoming us into your homes today. Uh, today, my guests are Kurt and Jennifer Schmidt, and they are two of our awesome volunteers. Good morning. How are you all doing good this morning? Good morning, Pastor. We're doing good. It's so good to have you all here. Uh, we want to talk about volunteerism, and I can't think of any two better people to talk about volunteerism uh, with our guests and with our listening audience. So tell me, how did you all get connected with the Gospel Mission? Well, I think I started first volunteering, and um, when I went through the orientation, you know, they have all those um, different categories, and, you know, I really liked them all. Uh-huh. I wasn't, you know, I don't like to cook, so <laughs> I wasn't as much into the kitchen, although I was happy to help, but uh-huh. I started in Sunshine Kids, oh, okay. and that was just such a blessing to me. Uh-huh. Um, I love the little kids, and... Um, so I started there and then um, quickly I was asking lots of questions and really wanting to learn more about the mission and and so then I um, went and talked to Deb at the Idea Center and mm-hmm. decided to get involved there and so then I started um, teaching some classes some jobs classes and helping people with their inter- their resume and interview skills okay and um that just led to more and more things then kurt and i both decided to get involved with mentoring okay um and that was just amazing we really enjoyed that a lot so were you all volunteer uh were you all uh mentoring people in long-term programs or shelter or which one yeah it was in um the the men well it was the long-term program and jennifer and i both like paired up with mm-hmm. mentees and we'd come down together I think it was Tuesday evenings and okay. and I would go with my guy and just we'd just hang out together and Jennifer um, had the person she was working with and it just it worked out w- one of the stories I wanted to share though from sure. before even before we started um, volunteering one of our first connections was actually through our church Grace Spring Church in Richland is where we attend mm-hmm. and I think it, it might have been Richland Bible Church back then the, the previous right, name right. to it yeah, yeah. Um, one of the pastors there came down and, and the kids the youth would come down on Saturdays and do a Saturday serve and just walk the streets with coffee and just right. connecting with people on the streets and getting to know them mm-hmm. and then we did a church outreach where we just spent a Sunday getting out and doing things and Jennifer and I came down downtown and and did some of that too just met people and and connected and that was right in essence in the backyard of the gospel mission and that that kind of started tugging at our hearts that there's there's needs here and and so that started to open that door and then jennifer is the one who just dove in and started to get involved so you know a lot of times uh i hear that people are afraid to come downtown They, they think it's not safe down here do you all think it's safe do you feel safe here so I've, I, I hear some of that also. There's never been a situation where I've been down here where I've ever felt unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, the reality is they're, they're hurting people here, and some sure. of them have challenges. Some of them, it can be, right, it, it can be addictions, right, or even in mental challenges that they're working through. So mm-hmm. They may act differently than I'm used to, but I've never felt unsafe in this never environment. Never felt threatened. Ne- not, not at all. No, yeah, no. Yeah. 
So you all got you all you all are active. You got your church active. How active do you think your church is uh, in volunteering? <clears throat> so it's a lot of individuals, and and we've done some group efforts at at church, and and had some activities come down here. Mm-hmm. But the part that's that's been encouraging to me is when we're volunteering down here and all of a sudden I'll see someone from our church that I didn't even realize was volunteering and you'll connect with them. And, Mm -hmm. um, the gospel mission's always been an outreach partner of ours at church. Mm -hmm. So, and, and our pastor, pastor Brian has been adamant about getting, getting out of the church building, right. right, right, And getting out on the streets and making a difference. So this is just part of that kind of, as he's nudged, we've, we've, Decided to hop on board. It's so now, Pastor Brian is one of our board members, and so you know, I, I just love him. He's just such an active uh, guy. I mean, he's my he's my brother. He's my friend. He's he's just a great guy. You all have a wonderful pastor. You really, really do. Um, tell me something. So, are you both retired? I guess that's a little <laughs> off the beaten path. Because you all, you all have so much, you seem like you have so much time all the time. So so Jennifer is, I don't know if we'd call it retired. She's a, <laughs> She doesn't working. have a paying job right now. Okay. Um, and, and by design, right? And that's, we've loved that, that it's allowed her to get out and be involved. And our kids are, we're kind of right on the, edge of empty nesting so they, the okay. kids are grown and gone that's freed up time mm-hmm. um i uh fortunately or unfortunately i have a full-time job yet okay. so i'm um, looking forward to the day right when i have even more hours <laughs> um but the opportunities right um I, I do friday afternoons at the idea center okay. helping out there teaching a basic computer class the the long-term mentoring program was evenings mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. we've helped in the kitchen for who knows Thanksgiving or Easter? Those types of events. Um, we've had a lot of fun. Some of the special events we've done, like yeah. with with the animals and some of. Some I'm going to get things. to that. I thought you might. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it just seems like you all are you all are, are always here. You know, I mean, you de- you you dedicate so much of your time here, and then I've run into you at other places when other mm-hmm. organizations, churches are having functions. And, and, you know, I know we were out at um, uh, the church on over in, uh, oh, man, off of Oakland. I can't yeah. think of Third CRC. Is Third? For Matt Furrows. Yeah, yeah. And there was the, uh, the, you had the animals over there. Yeah. Right. They, they were doing an event inviting yeah. foster families in right, for a right, day in the park. Right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Matt Furrow, who, who coordinates the volunteerism here, he'd reached out to us to see if we might bring our animals there yeah um, yeah it was a great day and, and you yeah. brought them here for our uh the day that we had with public safety down here you had your animals down here then talk to us a little bit about how did you get into into all of that well our kids were really involved with 4-h so that's where the animals okay. started right. and kurt and i both grew up on small farms so mm-hmm. we always had animals and i have a huge heart for animals and so, you know, honestly, Pastor, the mission has allowed me to keep these animals <laughs> because I love them uh-huh. and I love sharing them. So um, when I started at 
the daycare, I kept planting little seeds. I'm like, I'd love to share the animals with you, love to share the animals <laughs> with you. And so it started by bringing in some little chicks and baby ducks and the kids would just squeeze them and pop, <laughs> pop their ollies out, but they had so much fun. And, and baby goats. And then, yeah, I brought in a couple of baby goats and they got to bottle feed them. and. Wow. That's how it started, and, and then uh, now it's um, progressed into, you know, they come out to our farm and have Man. a little field trip out there, and for me, I think it's just, it's God's way of, you know, using these animals for his glory. And It is, you know, you know, sometimes kids from the inner city, kids from here on our north side or downtown Kalamazoo, they never get to see those animals up close. You know, they never get to touch a goat or to... You know, just see a duck or see a baby chicken, a live one that's not on television, you know, and interact with that. And I think it just rounds out your personality when you have those kinds of experiences. You know, I, I grew up in Washington, D.C., and back then, my grandfather raised hogs in Washington, D.C. <laughs> you know, does that tell you how, how long ago that was? It's been a while, you know? right? <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so just to be used to that, I know my first animal when I was a kid, my first uh, pet was a pig, you know, that my grandfather gave me uh, in Washington, D.C. And then after that, it was rabbits, you know, that I had, you know. But I just, I mean, I just wish that all kids had an opportunity to have animals or to have a farm experience, if you will. You know? Yeah, and I love that for them. I'm not an expert right out and on this, but it's proven, right? Everybody knows there's a therapeutic value it with is. animals, it, it and, and we enjoy them. And just yeah. to bring them and see the kids and their reaction, and the adults, right? The adults' reactions yeah. to them, too, is, is pretty special. Yeah, you know? you know, sometimes kids, even when they have a hard time communicating with other people, when you bring an animal in the mix, it's almost like they can communicate, you know, with the animals. You know, the animals just... I don't know, it just, it, it drains the stress, it drains the fear, it's all gone, mm -hmm. you know, and so now their focus is on the animal, and it just seems like bonds are formed, and that kind of thing, and uh, one of the things we were, we really want here at KGM is that kids, when they go through their homeless experience, they, um, they go through less trauma then absolutely necessary. I mean, we don't want them to have any more trauma. I mean, you know, it's a traumatic experience. There's going to be some, but you want to relieve that as much as possible. And I can't tell you how therapeutic your animals are. You know, they really, really are. It's it's definitely been a God thing that we, we were in that environment and had them, mm -hmm. and then we connected with the gospel mission and just to be able to bring them down here and just see the reactions. its It's been one of the special parts of this. Yeah. yeah. Do you see, you, you, now you mentioned running into uh, some of your other church members when, you, when you're out volunteering. Have you ever had the opportunity just to tell some of your friends, you know what, you need to come down here with us? Definitely do. <laughs> yeah. We we have, and, and the part, right, we, we understand, like we, when our kids were little, life is busy, oh, right? Yeah. And it's, it's every minute is, seems really it precious. Is. So, yeah. so we recognize it, but we also now having been through it, we recognize Jennifer's standard line is that we, we are more blessed than the people that, that wow. we meet here. Mm -hmm. We really are. It, it is like a huge part of our life and it, it, we enjoy it. 
the joy it just it's amazing what we get out of that and we would love for more people to have the chance to experience that yeah isn't Absolutely. that a wonderful byproduct yeah. that you oh never yeah. you, you didn't expect that yeah. you know that you was going to get so much out of it you come down to give and before you know it you're getting your socks blessed off you know <laughs> yes. like that's right yeah. what would you say to somebody who's you know maybe considering uh, volunteer opportunities in Kalamazoo. What would you say to them about volunteering in general and then volunteering at KGM? My thought is test the waters. Give, give it a try. It's, it's right that first step is the hard one because you're sitting there and you feel the Holy Spirit tugging at you maybe to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And it's that hard one. Make that first call. Even Whether it's here, Matt Furrow is amazing. He's the yeah. volunteer coordinator. If you reach out to him, he will walk you through the process. Probably be able to find a place, right, where your gifts can be used. There's so many different opportunities down here. But for us, it was taking that first step. And it was with Jennifer, right? She took that first step and volunteered down here. And then then it became real and it became alive and and started to see the difference we could make and how good we felt when we were done volunteering. And then the Holy Spirit just took over and just ran from there. So that first step, if you're considering it, you know, muster up the courage and take that step and just just watch the doors that get opened. Right, yeah. right. And, and there's so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so varied of the the gifts that you have and how they could fit in an organization like this. Yeah. I mean, I even water the plants at the idea center. So, you know, people are needed for all sorts of different reasons. Yeah. You know, it's not just cooking in the kitchen or, you know, serving the guests. There's all sorts of other ways to help. And, you know, we helped in the Christmas room at Christmas time. That was amazing. We yeah. love that so much, yeah. you know. So there's all sorts of different ways that you can help all year long. Yeah, I'm, I'm partial to KGM, you know, but, but I mean, I'll be the first one to tell you that, um, that there's so many great organizations in the community and you really have to pray about where God would have you to plug in, you know, because I don't think that everybody is equipped to, to volunteer everywhere. I, I'd like to see people plugged into a place that, that they have a passion for, something that's near and dear to their hearts. That's right. There are, there, right? We, we all know there's more need than can be filled, it feels, sometimes. So right, right. different opportunities. Youth for Christ is one of them we've dabbled with. We've spent a little time with them. The Shalom Adult Foster Care is another great yeah. Christian organization. There are, there, there are a lot of them out there. Um, right now, with the amount of hours we've got, we've, we've obviously kind of locked into KGM here and are enjoying this, but there are there are a lot of great organizations. But that's why I think this is such a good match for us, because uh-huh. we are all about those that are less fortunate. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, a great match that's for right. us as far as volunteerism. It's amazing to me that you all have enough time to be plugged into all of these different places. I mean, and I see you here so much, you know, it's just like... How in the world do you do it, you know? So tell me, how long, how, for how long have you all been plugged in with KGM, or how long have you been volunteering out in the community? So five years here at the Gospel Mission, and I don't know, volunteering. 
years and years. Yeah, there, there's different events, right? And, and like most people, we followed our kids through their lives as when they were younger and infants and then on. And that always creates opportunities to help out. So so it was a lot of those things, that environment. But then... All your coaching. We, yeah, yeah. yeah. Within the last oh, five, six years is when we've really been able to open up to this. And, and by all means, like we are like every waking hour doing it. I appreciate your kind words, but... Um, we, you know, there, there's more I would love to do. Let me put it that way. Right. And we, we can't be regular or we aren't regular volunteers at all these organizations right now, but we try to do what we can to help them out. So, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And how, talk, talk to me a little bit. You talked about um, the process that you, you go through with um, Matt Furrow and getting set up for volunteering. Talk to us a little bit about that process. So initially, when we started out, we had to go through an orientation program mm -hmm. and, you know, watch some videos and they told us about the different areas that you could serve in. Mm -hmm. And then just kind of helping you to narrow down where do you see your gifts mm -hmm. um, in those areas and, and, you know, then they do some background checks and that yeah. depending upon, you know, where? where you're going to serve. You know, me being in the daycare, they had to do a little bit more background checking. But, yeah, and then, then um, just having Matt there to help, um, you know, get you plugged in to where you want to volunteer and how many hours and, you know, do you want to do it once a week or once a month or twice yeah. a month. Yeah, I guess my, my warning would be don't don't call Matt on Friday afternoon and, yeah, and right. tell him on Saturday morning you'd like to volunteer. Give him give him some lead time. That's allow right. him to take you through the process and ask you questions. Really try to find maybe what what you guys think would be the right match. Right. So so we need a little more lead time likely than that. Yeah. But if you give them some time, they can really, Matt will help you figure out where it might be a good match and where the need is, right? Where in right. that moment the specific needs may right. be. And, yeah. and that whole, that whole uh, training process or, or that, um, uh, I, I don't like using the word, that, that informational process where you go through and that is really good because it helps you to understand do's and don'ts. You know, a lot of people just think that, well, just come down and do some good stuff, you know, but there's some things in this environment you probably don't want to do, you know, because um, left unprepared and, and, you know, there are people who might take advantage of you if you don't, you know, if you don't know any better. Boy, that, that's a great message. Yeah, there, there are some awareness things, certainly. Exactly. One. And so, so a plug for a book, and actually Gospel Mission is one that I just read this, When Helping Hurts right. is an amazing right. yes. book. And you don't need to read the book before you volunteer. It's not that at all. No, no, no. But if you want to really understand mm -hmm. the, the way to volunteer and how to make a long-lasting difference, that book yeah. is just amazing for me to read. Yeah, it, and you know that book is uh, is really good as well for when uh, people feel like they every time they see a homeless person on the corner they should give them money, you know. Well, mm, not so, you know. I mean, you know, I always tell people that that you know give to the organizations that are helping because now the help is coordinated and uh, it's regimented and you can plug the people into those organizations. And too often times when you give people on the street money, you're just feeding their addiction, you're helping. That's when the help is hurting, you know? And so, it, you know, we wanna be smart about 
the support that we're giving for, for, you know, for people in the community who need help. Certainly they need help, but we need to be smart about how, right. how to help them. Well, and the gospel mission's got, right, you've got people and procedures in place. Anybody who has a need can come here and you'll step out and help them, but you're going to work with them as to what their need is and how That's to right. grow them to a better place in their life. Mm -hmm. That, unfortunately, isn't going to happen by just giving money to someone on a street corner. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, we've, we've seen in the past uh, through news media and other experiences we've had that oftentimes uh, some of the... Some of the folks on the corner are just, that's their new occupation, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, they have homes, you know, but they get tax-free money and some to the tune of $800,000, $900,000 a day, you know, and people say, are you serious, Demick? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, they sure are, you know, and what that does is it helps, it hurts, actually, it hurts those people who are out there and serious about needing the help, sure. you know, and so... Uh, but that's, that's one of the reasons that we do that training. Uh, also, it helps you to be familiar with the organization because sometimes it, until you know or have been told about the breadth of what we do, then you don't know who to refer people to when you run into them, you know, as you're working around or volunteering around the ministry, you know, and somebody has a need and you don't know if that's available or not. But going through that, um, that informational uh, phase will help educate you about what's available too. And then lastly, uh, I always say that people who've been around here for a long time, you get to know folk, you know, you get to know some of our regulars, you know, and so it's good to be aware that way, you know. And uh, I was up at, um, where is it, uh, uh, Walgreens on uh, West Main, at the foot of West Main Hill sure. yesterday, and I walked in, there was one of our guests was sitting in there, and he stopped me, he said, Mr. Brown, I said, yeah, he said, Mr. Brown, I love you, man, <laughs> you know, just like, you know, and, and I knew him, I'd seen him around, you know, and everything, but, you know, that makes me feel really good that, you know, he knows that we're trying to help him. You know, and oftentimes some of the stories you hear don't, don't reflect that. And that's why I always tell people, come down, you know, come down, take a tour, get involved and get to know for yourself. That's right. So, so it isn't tied exactly into volunteering, but the guests that we've gotten to interact here with and, and like hear their stories, it's just it's it's one bad situation, one 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 or two mistakes, maybe a mental health issue they're working through. Like we're all closer than we would like to admit to being in this situation. And and when I see that and just the environment here and how we work with them to get through those things, just to get a better spot in their life and yeah. figure out where Jesus fits in the middle of all of that and helping them with that part of their world yeah. also. Um, yeah, it's it's encouraging to say the least. Yeah, you know, some of us have jobs and, and have been working for a long time. And yet when we run into a roadblock or something, it just seems like roadblocks come in pairs. You know, they, it just, <laughs> it's not one roadblock and you get that one worked out and then you, you're off and running, you know. And especially for some of our homeless neighbors here in, in Kalamazoo, it's one roadblock after the other. Unless you've got somebody to shoulder up with you, someone to come alongside and encourage you, you know, and then help you. You know, you talked about being at the Learning Center and uh, working alongside some of our guests. One of the things that we don't do is we don't tell the guests 
you're here, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this. What we do is we sit down with them and say, where are you trying to go? You know, what are you willing to do to get there? This might work, do you want to consider that? And we work out the plan alongside the guests so that they have buy-in. When you come out with a plan about what they need to do, they have buy-in because they help put that plan together. You know, and that's why I believe some of our programs are successful as they are is because, you know, we're partnering with them and we realize that you can't make people do anything, you know, but if you can encourage them and if you can bring them into the equation as to what they need to do, then it helps. Uh, well, but you know, those were the best students that I had were the ones that were part of the long-term program because mm -hmm. they had a commitment. Right. They made the commitment to be there and to take these classes. And yeah. those were some of yeah. the best students in the classes. And it is, it's encouraging at the Idea Center when someone, one of the guests is there and they've got a plan, whatever they feel like their gifts are for the, the job they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And then, and right, we map, map a plan for a basic computer skills so you can just navigate in today's world. Right. And then completing a resume and just basic job skills training around whatever that may be. And you see them just complete every step of the way. And the Idea Center and Deb down there, they're connected with different work organizations in the community. Right. So, so there's opportunities even to get a referral for potentially to get that first job coming out of it. So just to see the commitment when somebody creates the plan with you and every step of the way that they will, because they're, they're motivated, right? right they they right. can see a better life ahead for them. And, and they will take those steps. It's really encouraging. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because you talked about, uh, you talked about uh, working with the job skills uh, uh, through the Learning Center. And you also talked about the fact that the Learning Center uh, has connections with local employers in Kalamazoo. Let me ask you this question. When you first started volunteering with KGM, did you have any idea that the programs were as broad as they were? Uh, all, all I knew was if people needed a bed to sleep in at night, there was one here, and if they needed a warm meal. So it that's was, really yeah, what we thought it was. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that was it, and, and that was pretty impressive by itself, but we had no idea. Bed and breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bed and breakfast. Uh, uh -huh. So what do you think about the programs? What do you, I mean, you know, just you think the programs do, do a pretty good job? I, so, so I'm amazed at the coordinated effort. It, right, it doesn't always work perfectly because people right. oh, are well, people. Yeah. And, but, but as far as those that want to come in and make a difference in the programs you've got to offer, um, and we haven't, even, we haven't even gotten to experience a lot of the, the programs here um, and been fully exposed to them. But for somebody that, that wants to take a step ahead, it's a pretty special place. Yeah, and, and we, really, we really try to work with other organizations in the community, too, because it's not, one, it's not a thing that any one organization is going to address. You know, it, it's going to take all of us working together. Uh, our new building is going to have space where um, our new building is going to have space where other organizations that want to come in and, uh, and work with our guests are able to do that because oftentimes we find that if you make an appointment for them across town somewhere, they tend to get sidetracked. <laughs> so if you can bring that, that service to them here, 
then um, it's a whole lot, um, you, you're a whole lot uh, more certain that they're going to keep that appointment or they're going to get that service. And oftentimes, those services that we bring in from the outside are services we don't provide. You know, and so it's really a great partnership. I love Kalamazoo for that, you know, for the fact that there's so much uh, for our homeless neighbors uh, that to help them get on, on track, uh, you know, and start getting their lives together. So you mentioned that the new addition as that's finishing up, right? I'm not inside to it, but, but the simple thoughts I have is ability to take care of more people more needs being served, more volunteer opportunities than ever coming right. up in the near future, oh, I've got to believe. So. You, you got to know it. You got to <laughs> yeah. know it. Well, we it's been great talking to you all. I, I really hope that this our time together has been informational uh, to our listening audience. Uh, we've been talking to Kurt and uh, Jennifer Schmidt today, two of our awesome volunteers here. And uh, I just, uh, we've come to the end of our time. I, I want to pray for you all before we go. Is that all right? Yes. Won't you join us in prayer? Father, we just thank and praise you, God, for our awesome volunteers, for uh, Kurt and Jennifer, Father, just for the heart that they have for your people and the heart that they have to represent you well in the community. God, I pray that you continue to bless them, God. Bless them with their animals, God. Bless their family. God, cause them to walk in abundance, God, because they are givers, Father. They give their time and their resources just to help your people, to bring your kingdom to the earth and the lives of the people that we serve here at KGM. So, Father, I call them blessed, and they're coming in and they're going out. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this has been Pastor Brown, again, with another segment of Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. And if you want to know more about our ministry or our programs, please go up on our website at www.kzoogospel.org. That's www.kzoogospel.org. Or you can give us a call at 269 345 2974. That's 269-345-2974. God bless you, and we look forward to seeing you here next week, same time. Take care.